2: From WABE in Atlanta, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. Otis Redding's songs are timeless, and now a new series of children's books reveals that those songs can add meaning for all age groups. Later this hour, we'll hear from the musician's daughter, Carla Redding Andrews, and Atlanta-based illustrator Caitlin Shea O'Connor, about a little kitten who leaves his home in Georgia headed for the Frisco Bay and a happy ending. First, since 1986, the youth development program Moving in the Spirit has served hundreds of young people throughout the metro Atlanta area. The program uses the power of dance to help children and teens develop social, emotional, and cognitive skills. This month, the organization celebrated the completion of its new home adjacent to MARTA's Edgewood Candler Park Station. Joining me now via Zoom are Dana Lupton, co-founder and CEO, and Shalandra Henry, Director of Strategy and Expansion of Moving in the Spirit. Welcome to City Lights.
3: It's such a thrill.
0: Thank you, Lois. It's such a pleasure to be here with you.
2: Oh, likewise. Dana, what led to the founding of this organization?
3: As young women, Janine Stewart, Leah Mann, and I experienced dance as such a powerful and safe place, actually a transformative place for us. And in 1986, when we gathered together and found each other, we wanted to create an organization to actually just pay it forward.
2: Hmm. So what kind of programs or types of dancing do you, you offer at Moving in the Spirit?
3: We have a wide variety of dance forms, but we predominantly are modern based. We share some fusion classes. We also have had guest artists teach in capoeira, and actually, most recently, We had the fabulous Bandaloop come and bless our new space with some workshops that were part of the Flux Project. And that was just incredible, you know, because they do such extraordinary aerial work.
2: Oh, they do. We had them on. I was so impressed. And that performance they gave outside of 725 POTS. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Shalandra, how long has this expansion been in the making? Oh, my goodness, Lewis. It's been
0: going on for quite some time now. We, back at our original theater, had envisioned an opportunity and a place and space where our students would be able to thrive and to shine even more than what they were in our old location. Our, our plan kind of got advanced a bit when there was a Martin stop that was moved that was nearby our, our old location and our property was being sold. And so it was like, this is the time to make this happen for our students and for the city. And so it's been a dream in the making for at least 10 years now. Yes, and we've had an incredible outpouring of love, both in um, financial gifts, but also in in in-kind gifts, and our students and artistic partners, internally and externally, have been incredible in supporting this vision, and so we are super excited about inviting our students back, as well as other artistic partners in the city of Atlanta and around Around the globe, really, but definitely nationally.
2: I read that this state of the art 21,500 square foot facility was designed by Perkins and Will in collaboration with the students.
3: That is true. Well, I tell you what's so f- phenomenal is that they were as artists you know architects are artists they were so open when we were working with them for their form you know they normally have uh, a small group of people and when we went and approached and said gosh you know we really would like all voices represented in this design how can we do that so they were game for it The two young women who were on our board as seniors in high school will be on the main stage on Saturday sharing with our community the impact that it has had on their lives, as well as welcoming and bringing on Perkins and Will to give them what we have called our gratitude ceremony, which is sunshine, to thank them for being open and willing to hear their voices and to implement all the wishes that they had from soup to nuts.
2: Hmm. Would you describe the design of this space?
0: It's an incredible space. We have two full-size studios, and they are 40 by 60 feet, as well as an incredible 200-seat theater that is the same size stage. We created the space intentionally with the thought that our students, once they get on larger stages, they need to know what it feels like to be on in a space that they can fully express their artistic and physical selves in the space. We found previously that our students would bunch up together once we had our year-end celebration and program at the Rialto Theater. And so this space, there's so much light, is modernly designed. Um, It just feels really fresh and bright, and it creates a space of freedom for our students to fully be able to express themselves.
2: And is it correct that this is the only fully wheelchair-accessible performance facility in our region
3: yes lois we when we designed this space we gathered together so many of our friends and artists and they shared all of their secrets um, and said here you know you're building this from the ground up don't forget about this and and it won't cost that much more money it just has to be incredibly intentional Douglas Scott of Full Radius Dance was one of our partners too, who from the get-go, from the very first day, we said, you know, we want to make this so hospitable. I mean, actually, we want to, it to be epically hospitable to all people. So when you come, you'll see that there aren't these gigantic curbs that folks have to traverse. It's beautiful. It's smooth. And the booth is gorgeous. Douglas came in and toured around and said, okay, this window is too high, you know, cut it down. Joseph Trell introduced us to some incredible lighting designers. They said, do not put built-ins in the booth, which we call the bridge, make everything wildly flexible. And so, you know, from the dressing rooms to the studios, to the stage, it just flows and it feels As if, because we have, we've been waiting for you.
2: Moving in the spirit, co-founder Dana Lupton and director of strategy and expansion, Shalandra Henry. We'll return with more of our conversation in a moment. First, if you are just tuning in, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes, and you are joining us on the very last day of the member drive. Thank you very much to everyone who has given. It's exciting to see such an outpouring of support from listeners throughout the metro area. Your gift right now will help us as we wrap things up. So please do give now at wabe.org slash donate. I'm joined this hour by City Lights producer, Summer Evans.
1: Hey, Lois. So in order to wrap things up successfully, we've set hourly benchmarks to help move us forward. So for this hour, we need about 18 donations to stay on track on this final day with your gift right now. And when you give right now, your name is going to be entered into a drawing to win an Edison electric bike, courtesy of Edison Bikes, based right here in Atlanta. This is the V2 Edison electric bike, valued at nearly $2,400. You're in this drawing when you give right now. And if you've already given this fall, you're already entered. Incidentally, you can ride this bike in different ways, with power only, like a scooter or with pedal assist, or say something in between. So why not give right now on this final day of the member drive at wabe.org donate or with a call to 678-553-9090. Thank you.
0: I'm Bill Curtis. NPR News brings you the facts.
1: Coming up with the vaccines in the first place in record time
3: was a huge accomplishment.
0: But we at Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, don't let the facts get in the way. We are Americans, after all. We don't like vaccines, so they're going to call it the Doritos, Modernos, Locos (laughs) vaccine.
2: (laughs) Whether you listen for journalism or jokes, here's how to donate to make it all possible. You can give online at wabe.org slash donate. Thanks, Bill Curtis, Peter Sagel, and to the rest of the Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me team for bringing us laughter. We so need it. When you give today, your gift powers great shows like Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, City Lights, and everything else you enjoy hearing on WABE, plus your generous donations Allow us to have enriching conversations like the one you just heard with Dana Lupton and Shalandra Henry of Moving in the Spirit. Please become a first-time donor, bump up your gift, or become a sustaining member of WABE today at wabe.org donate or with a call to 678-553-9090. Thanks.
1: We are so grateful for our Atlanta area supporters. The vast majority of our funding comes from the Atlanta community, and that's about 84%. The rest comes from Grants and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. We receive no state funding, so we do rely on Metro Atlanta listeners like you for financial support. And your gift helps us as we seek to amplify all the voices of Atlanta. Consider a gift of $10 a month. It seems to be the most comfortable level for most of our listeners, but you know what's right for you. We only have a few hours left in this fall fundraiser, so now is the time to do your part. Make your gift right now by calling 678-553-9090 or make your contribution at wabe.org slash donate. We talk
2: a lot about making a monthly gift. It really does help us as we map our plans for the future. And it's easier for many listeners to give a bit each month. But we understand completely if you feel that's something you can't afford or commit to. Still you should know that we welcome gifts in any amount without the need to commit monthly and if you give today you will be entered into that drawing for the V2 Edison Electric bicycle every gift makes a difference so please do what you can at wabe.org/donate or call 678 678- 539090. Five, Thank you.
1: And remember, here on the last day of the member drive, when you give right now, your name is being entered into that drawing to win an Edison electric bike. It is the most valuable sweepstake item of the entire fall member drive at about $2400. This is courtesy of Edison Bikes over in Kirkwood. Donate right now and you're automatically entered into the drawing. Please go to wabe.org slash contest rules for full details. And remember, we're trying to reach 18 pledges this hour, so help us out with our goal and donate right now at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Thank you.
2: This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitz. It's Great to have you along. Let's get back to my conversation with moving in the spirit, Dana Lupton and Shalandra Henry. Here, Lupton shares details on this weekend celebration.
3: So we have our ambassadors performing. We've got our alums performing, setting work it's legacy work we've got dancers whose parents danced with us back when they were younger and now they've had families and now their children are performing so that in a sense feels like a homecoming and a family reunion and then we've got some guest performers we've got uh, julio medina who is on our board from emory university and we've got some wonderful elevate performers coming in. Patrick Keith-Smith, who works with City Dance, Inc. Collective, as well as Tulani Vereen. She's doing a work that was showcased at Zachary Todd's place, and she just got invited into Dance Canvases 2022 season. There's a wonderful young woman set a work, uh, Joy Payet, set a work on Noah Colvin. So we're just absolutely thrilled. There's a young choreographer who set her actually first premiere piece, Re-J, to Sweet in the Morning. And I can't wait for you to just see this amazing talent circling around our young people and celebrating in our community, this beacon of hope for all young people and, and really destination for dance.
2: And they're going to be special giveaways. What's that about?
3: Well, everybody should come out. There's going to be lots of surprises. There's going to be something for everyone from bubble parades to swag bags with t-shirts for the first 200 guests coming in. There's a ribbon uniting experience for the entire community to come out from our partners to our families to our kids to our new neighbors. Uh, It is just going to be magnificent and like no other experience you'll ever have.
2: We introduced this segment by pointing out that the foundation of moving in the spirit is to help children and teens develop special skills. How does dance help young people grow socially, emotionally, and cognitively?
0: Well, we consider ourselves to be a youth development program. And so we use dance to get to social, emotional, cognitive leadership development skills that are lying basically in wait within each student, within each child. But we use these elements in order to pull those skills out of our students. Students have family time, so we are able to sit around and ask questions and kind of get to the root of maybe things that they may be dealing with or bothering them or things that they're working through on their own. And so our program does an incredible job. We have dance movement therapists on our team in order to help developed that process. We're led by Dr. Shawnee Ferkron. She's our director of education and she has put a lot of time and work into making sure that our program, we teach dance and we want our students to be incredible um, movement artists, but we also want them to be centered individuals who know themselves and know where they can lead in different areas of their lives. We also have a program called the Kinectex program It's a legacy program that comes from our old theater called The Beam, and we're bringing that back. We're so excited. We are raising the funds to fully outfit our theater with all of the technical equipment necessary for our students to learn how to run a show. And what that also does for our students, we've seen it with our alums who have gone on to have careers working in television and film production, stage production, And coming back to our organization to teach the younger ones. And so it's a way in which we have paid it forward and we're getting it right back. And it's been incredible to see.
2: Moving in the spirit, co-founder Dana Lupton and their director of strategy and expansion, Shalandra Henry. The celebration of their new home is this weekend, October 23rd and 24th. More information will be on our website, wabe.org slash City Coming up, we'll listen back to one of my favorite interviews about Otis Redding songs adapted as children's storybooks with illustrations. First, if you are just joining us, I'm Lois Reitzes and this is City Lights, So we're on the very final day of the fall member drive. Do I sound excited? We are all excited. Now, have you given yet? Have you been meaning to? Well, isn't that what you said last time? Go on. Please stop for a moment and give. Your donation powers, WABE. And on this last day of the fundraiser, We're also offering another cool incentive. I'm joined this hour by my very cool City Lights producer, Summer Evans. She's going to explain.
1: Yes, Lois. And uh, that cool incentive that you were talking about is the fact that anybody that donates right now will be entered into a drawing to win an electric bike. And this isn't just any bike. It's a V2 Edison electric bike, which you can ride in a numerous amount of ways with power only like a scooter or with pedal assist or something in between. When you give right now, you're in the drawing to win it. This is our last day of the drive. We have these hourly benchmarks to keep us on track to end the drive successfully. And in order to do that, we need about 11 more pledges. So come on, why not be one of those pledges right now? Also, we should mention that Edison Electric Bikes says they're making this donation to us because they've always been a longtime listener, and they're wanting to give back to WABE. Clearly, they value what they hear on WABE, and we know you do too. So why not make a donation on this last day of the drive and get in on this drawing at wabe.org donate. Or you can call 678-553-9090. Thanks.
3: My name is Penny Brooks, and I live in McDonough. I listen to WABE because no matter what time of day or where I am, I can listen to information that is really compelling and tells a full story. And the variety
2: of content that is played on WABE, it keeps me coming back every day. Thank you, Penny and McDonough. We broadcast 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We make sure that every second is worth your time. And with newscasts, at least once an hour, you get an update on the most vital news any time you tune in. Only on City Lights can you hear the latest arts and culture news in Atlanta Monday through Friday. Stories like the one you just heard about, Moving in the Spirit, and their mission to help children and teens develop social, emotional, and cognitive skills through dance is just one example of the uplifting and powerful conversations you hear on this station. It only takes a minute to support WABE, and you choose the amount that's right for you. You can give online at wabe.org donate, or when you call 678-553-9090. Thanks. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm Faith Saley of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and Dunwoody, Georgia, here with a short comedic observation from Atlanta's very own dad's garage. Had
0: hey, you guys hear about that Broadway musical that's coming to town? Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Uh, Lois was talking about it on City Lights.
4: Oh, yeah. well, I was too busy listening to Lois. She was telling me actually about a new restaurant opening up.
0: She was telling me about the coolest comedy club in town. Did you see her touchdown for the Atlanta Falcons?
4: It was incredible. I heard
0: she invented Ziploc bags. Do you yeah. remember when she fixed the seventy five eighty five bridge after it caught on fire?
4: Well, she was holding it up with her own two arms. Yeah.
0: Did you guys know that the Grady curve used to be just one parallel line and she actually bent it?
4: Wow, wow. she made the curve. She
0: really knows everything about Atlanta. Like she's been everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't move.
4: Um, is Lois behind me? Yeah. She's behind you too. Uh, At the same time.
0: She's everywhere. She has a sign that says donate.
4: Oh, it must be for W-A-B-E.
0: Oh, their fun drive.
4: Yeah, they rely on listeners like us. I mean, guys, we got to get more Lois. Donate. Donate.
0: Donated. Done. We love you, Lois.
4: That fundraising moment was courtesy of Dad's Garage. And y'all, in the name of gender equality, I want to point out that moms also have garages. Hey, Atlanta, supporting WABE really is important, and it is so easy. Here's how.
1: You can give by going to wabe.org donate or calling 678-553-9090. Lois Reitzes, our friend, colleague, and host of the show I work on, City Lights, has been with WABE since 1979, and next month, she'll be celebrating her 42nd anniversary with WABE. And during that time, she certainly has interviewed many people, and you've no doubt learned a few things as you've listened to her over the years. Also, in that sketch from Dad's Garage, you know, that part about Ziploc bags? That's actually true. We'd like to thank their team, Whitney Millsap, Freddie Boyd, and Tim Stoltenberg. And remember, when you give, it helps power everything you love about WABE, and that includes City Lights. Please take a moment to give right now at wabe.org donate. Or call 678-553-9090. Thanks.
2: And thanks, Dad's Garage. With lots of love back at you. Okay, right now, during this final day of the drive, we're asking you to think about what WABE really means to you and donate accordingly. How about 33 cents a day? 33 cents a day comes to $10 a month. We suggest this amount because it seems to be the most comfortable level for a new monthly donor or sustainer. Remember, please, 84% of our funding comes from donors like you. Your gift right now helps us amplify the voices of Atlanta. So please take a moment to donate at 678 678- 5539090 or give online at wabe.org/donate thanks
1: my name is Wesney Allen and I live in Midtown. I increased my monthly contribution because even though I felt like it was by a little bit, I still felt like it was manageable. But since WABE is something that I listen to almost on a daily basis, I felt like at least I could do my part to kind of help contribute on a monthly basis. I don't feel like I'm losing any extra money. I feel like it's worth it for sure because I know it's going towards cessation and I know it's going towards not just helping me become more informed, but people all throughout atlanta and the surrounding areas thank you wesney and if you're a monthly donor to wabe please consider increasing the level of your monthly contribution even an increase of just a dollar or two per month will really really help now let me ask you have you been meaning to give you've heard us talk about how important your support is for the last few days and you still thought well i'll get to it maybe later well what about now Today is the last day of the membership drive, and we need your help to keep you informed, entertained, and engaged in the latest news. You can increase your monthly gift right now by going to wabe.org slash upgrade, or tell the operator you'd like to upgrade at 678-553-9090.
2: And the reminder that when you donate right now, Your name is being entered into that drawing to win an Edison electric bike. If you have already given this fall good news, you are already entered into the drawing. The bike runs on these electric cells that power the mechanics. Your gift right now on this last day of the member drive powers us. So please take a moment to give at wabe.org slash donate, or call 678-553-9090. By the way, we'd like to invite you to join us for the Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me special today at 2 p.m. It features voices you know and guest appearances from the likes of Susan Stamberg, Ira Glass, and Steve Inskeep, among others. That's today at 2 p.m. And thanks again so much for your help right now. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. The legendary Otis Redding landed his first Billboard number 1 single in 1967 with Sittin' on the Dock of the Bay, and the song became an instant summertime classic. Redding's daughter, Carla Redding Andrews, collaborated with the Atlanta-based illustrator Caitlin Shea O'Connor to create a children's book based on the song's lyrics. Here, the musician's daughter talks about how the story unfolds.
5: Well, it's amazing. The illustrations uh, with the the little cat uh, just really kind of reflecting, you know, he'll be sitting till the evening comes, waiting to catch his dinner, I assume, a, a fish. And he's sitting in the morning sun and he'll be sitting there till the evening comes, which uh, is amazing, the, the um, excitement it brings to the eyes of kids as they see the, this little cat as his journey travels through uh, sitting on the dock of the bay.
2: That little cat traveled 2,000 miles from home.
5: <laughs> yes, he did. 2,000 miles he roamed from home uh, just to make the dock his home, he says.
2: Oh, Caitlin, you are from Atlanta.
4: I am. Yes, I've been um, living in Atlanta pretty much all my life. <laughs>
2: Well, please tell us how you conceived these wonderful illustrations for Dock of the Bay. Uh,
4: Well, obviously, I had wonderful inspiration, which was the song itself, um, which was already such a great starting point for me. Um, So the publisher reached out, and really the only requirement was to include the lyrics. Beyond that, total free reign to just create whatever story you want. So... That was a little bit overwhelming, but it was mostly just exciting. Um, (sighs) But I just wanted to obviously try and honor this song. It's such a classic. I grew up with it. It has that nostalgia for me, but I wanted to really sit down and listen to the lyrics and try and understand the feeling and the meaning and relate that for kids. So in order to make that relatable, like kind of came up with this story about this little cat who is just trying to catch his dinner and just can't catch a break, but finally has a friend to show some kindness at the very end of the book. Because interestingly enough, I feel like the lyrics, you know, growing up with it, everyone kind of has warm, fuzzy, happy feelings with it. But when I really listened to it, there's a bit of, you know, melancholy to it. So I wanted the story to have that bit of an arc where there was kind of a struggle. So that sort of just helped. The song really informed the story so much.
2: Oh, yes. Well, Otis Redding's song and the lyrics he co-wrote with guitarist Steve Cropper Mm -hmm. tell the story of a lonely man. Mm -hmm. It's sorrowful.
5: I left my home in Georgia Headed for the Frisco Bay I've had nothing to do for, and look like nothing's gonna come my way. And so I'm just gonna sit on a dock of a bay, watching the tide roll away. Mm. I'm sitting on a dock of a bay, wasting time.
2: How do you make this sad? Tail into something hopeful for children.
4: Well, I feel like the beauty of the song is that it, it kind of is a sandwich. It, it sort of obviously repeats itself at the end. It starts with, you know, sitting on, sitting in the morning sun, but sitting till the evening comes. And it ends with that too. So that sort of helps you start with the beginning, a middle, and an end. So it's going to end in a positive note. But yeah, it's like you don't want to. You don't want to make this the saddest story ever, but I also know that children are so intuitive. So whether they're listening to this song or they're listening to a conversation where maybe they don't understand every single word, I feel like they understand the feeling. So I think they could latch onto that feeling of loneliness or sadness. But of course, yeah, I wanted it to resolve. And I wanted it to resolve with the help of a friend too.
2: Yes. And Carla, I was fascinated to learn that your dad really was inspired by his setting. After his famous performance at the Monterey Pop Festival, he spent time in Sausalito, California. Can you tell us more of the backstory?
5: You know, my mother told me that he was just wanting to have a place of of melancholy and water and, and just really a feel-good environment to to be different. This was more of a of a journey of of himself, of of a person just trying to to do what people tell them to do, but not able to do what people tell them to do. And so the Dock of the Bay, sometimes for us it's sad, but then on the other side it's a it's a happy kind of thought that he knew he wanted to change course in his songwriting. And certainly beginning the song uh, in Sausalito certainly made this song very different from anything that he had ever written.
2: Amazing. And is it true that the whistling we hear before the fade out was not a part of his original plan?
5: It was not a part of his original plans. You know, there there are versions with with seagulls in the background, uh, birds kind of chirping in the background, and then uh, the ending part, which Dad never really got to hear the complete song finished. Uh, the whistling came in, and I think it's it's just perfect.
2: The story goes that in the recording session, he. Hadn't written the remainder of the lyrics, or he forgot the lyrics. They were so fresh, and so he just whistled, and the rest is history.
5: Yeah, well, he—I think he was trying to, according to Mom and and Steve, you know, the trying to really cross mingle the lyrics and wasn't quite sure where to put each each hook, and so the whistling came in, and I I, I just think it's such a real real meaningful powerful part of the song.
2: Oh it is brilliant. Caitlin I read that in addition to being a cat and dog lover you are also a whistler. Were you a whistler before you took on this project? (laughs) Oh
4: my god I don't know where you read that or where I said that but (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
2: Uh, Can you give us a little rendition? Of course, only approximating what the great artist Reading could do, but can we hear a bit?
4: Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, (laughs) Sure, I can try, but now I'm smiling, so it's hard, but... um...
2: Oh my! Perfect. You guys, I'm serious. So I, <laughs> I am impressed. <laughs> that I is whistle wonderful. Whistle on
5: command. <laughs> <laughs> that was
2: beautiful, really. Beautiful. Bravo! <laughs> bravo! In the previous book, set to Otis Redding's song, respect. The illustrations show empowerment to young children of color. We see astronauts and doctors and firefighters. Is there a direct message to black and brown children in the Dock of the Bay?
5: I think, you know, kids today are are just kind of over figuring on color so much. And people are people. And I think this little girl and this little cat in this book, they could have been any color, brown, pink, whatever. And I think kids will not even know about that it's a little black girl or a little brown girl. I think they'll think they'll read these lyrics and kind of place themselves inside the story so that it becomes just a diverse story for anyone mm. but no matter the color no matter the animal I think it really inspiration to all kids
2: oh yes and the important part of this story is the little cat found a friend yes that's right he likes to fish <laughs> That's so right. so he has this food supply guaranteed and that's what friends are for that's where friends are for, you know?
4: If you can find a friend who can feed you, that's the best.
2: Yeah,
5: absolutely <laughs> the best. While you while you sit on the dock of the bay.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> Nurturing and sustenance. Carla, this song was recorded two weeks before your father died in that horrible plane crash at age twenty-six. Yes. He left this amazing musical legacy at such a young age. How does the Otis Redding Foundation extend your father's beliefs and values?
5: Well, you know, he was an advocate proponent of music and arts education. He and my, my mom both were such advocates of that. And through the foundation we established in his honor, he was already preparing summer camps for kids uh, at our ranch uh, outside of Macon, Georgia, in Round Oak, Georgia. And so what we do now uh, really g- continues the voice that he had already put in place in 1966, and we just continue to do what we know he would be doing right now. You know, we in, we've inspired thousands of kids to, not everyone can be the, the singer, not everyone can be the superstar But there are so many elements of the entertainment industry that you can be a part of. And it's just self-motivation and self-respect for yourself. That's what the foundation does, is just empower kids to do their best, whatever they decide to do, while having a little bit of fun and self-expression while doing that.
2: As if he weren't just a brilliant enough musician and performer. On top of that, he showed such deep humanity. What a privilege this is to talk with you, and I adore this book. Carla Redding Andrews, Caitlin Shea O'Connor, thank you very much.
5: Oh well, thank you for having us, and I'm just so honored to be on with Caitlin, um, and and just really think she did an amazing illustration with the book because it's a uh, we it's fabulous, and as a matter of fact, we'll we distributing it to every third grader in our community just as we did with the respect book so we want every kid to have a copy in this community
2: wow may i ask where your community is, Carla, are you in California?
5: No, 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 no. we're in Macon, Georgia, which is still, even, even if my dad were alive, we'd still be in Macon, Georgia, we may have a place in California, but he loved Macon, and
2: oh. this
5: community was still, they embrace us as if dad is still walking the, the streets today, and I know he's he's very proud of his community, and would be right here if he were alive.
2: Carla Redding Andrews, and Atlanta-based illustrator, Caitlin Shea O'Connor. You can listen to that entire interview on our website, wabe.org slash City Lights. If you are just tuning in, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Wrightsis, and this is it the last day of the full member drive. When you make a donation right now, it helps to provide the funding we need to bring you City Lights. Please take a moment to help right now, online at wabe.org donate or 678 553 I'm joined by City Lights producer Summer Evan.
1: Yes, we are in the last day of the member drive, and we are trying to stay on track this hour. So in order to do that, we need to hit some benchmarks. Where are we at right now? I'm seeing we need about five more pledges to go, and we know we can make that with your help. It only takes a couple minutes to join right now. Plus, when you give right now, you'll also be in a drawing to win a V2 Edison electric bike courtesy of Edison Bikes over in Kirkwood. The owner of the company tells us that they've developed their bikes in an effort to help with the city's traffic congestion. And remember, it is powered, so you can choose how much help you want from that motor. Trust me, riding up Atlanta's hills and through that traffic, this will be a big help. And you can be a part of this drawing when you give right now by going to wabe.org donate. Please take a moment right now to do so. You can also call 678-553-9090.
0: Hi, I'm Peter Sagal, and wait, wait, don't tell me. We try to have fun with the news no matter
1: what, which sometimes means that if the news just isn't diverting enough, we're forced to make some up.
4: The Naturally Occurring Deeper Oceans Initiative, or NODOI for short, is ExxonMobil's active attempt to deepen the world's bodies of water by intentionally melting polar ice caps.
3: Members of WOOF for Freedom have launched a campaign to make abandoned dog droppings socially acceptable.
4: Maybe you're saying to yourself,
0: ha, try as they might, they can't fool me. Of course we can't. You listen to NPR. You have the cool, clear eyes of a seeker of wisdom and truth. When you donate to this
2: station, you can believe that your support makes everything you hear possible. Yes, even pop quizzes about public relations campaigns. Here's how to give. You give by calling 678 553 or donating online at wabe.org donate. So glad we have Peter Sagel and the Weight Weight team on WABE. And you know what? Many of you have told us you love this show. When you give right now, you are supporting everything you enjoy on WABE, and that includes City Lights, whether it's arts and culture news, interviews like the one you just heard with Otis Redding's daughter, Carla Redding Andrews, or the latest show at the Alliance Theater, or all of the above— it's all here for you, free of charge at WABE. Give today, on this final day of our fun drive, for the edutainment, that's education and entertainment, and the smiles you get here. Please give at wabe.org slash donate.
1: WABE counts on listeners for financial support. We use it to pay for the shows you love, like City Lights. Many listeners don't realize that 84% of our funding comes directly from you here in the Metro Atlanta area. So that's why your gift today is so important. Your gift, combined with the gifts of thousands of others, allows us to bring you programs like City Lights. And your gift allows us to give back to the community. We can amplify the creative voices of Atlanta with your gift today. We have found that sweet spot for giving comes in about $10 a month, but you decide what works best for you. Think about it this way. What you hear on WABE, the truth, the insight, and the powerful stories are valued by you, and they're also sustained by you. Please make your gift at wabe.org donate or call 678-553-9090. Thank you.
3: My name
0: is Malka Shulman, and I live in Sandy Springs, Georgia. WABE was really contributing a lot to my life, and I, I was already a sustainer. So, you know, I know that there are a lot of people who are out of work and who aren't able to give. And I really felt like if I can contribute more, then I will. So that's why I increased my monthly donation.
2: Thank you, Malka, for paying it forward. Your increased giving as a sustainer really does make a difference for so many. As Malka said, there are people who rely on this service but aren't in a position to give. So she's doing her part by paying it forward for them. How about you? Can you help out? If you are a sustaining member, now would be a great time to bump it up by a few dollars a month. You are not only helping WABE and yourself, but also your neighbors. It's very simple to do. Make that small increase now at this specific site, wabe.org upgrade that's wabe.orgslash upgrade or call 678-553-9090 and tell the operator you'd like to upgrade your gift. Thank you so much.
1: And remember, when you donate right now, your name is being entered into our most valuable draw of the entire fall fundraiser: it's for a $2,400 Edison electric bike. Use it for commuting, a leisurely ride through Piedmont Park, or exercise. You get to decide how much of the motor assist you need to enjoy your ride. You're in this drawing when you donate right now at wabe.org slash donate. And if you've already given this fall, you've already been entered to win. Please go to wabe.org slash contest rules for full details. This drawing is courtesy of Edison Bikes over in Kirkwood. Thanks to them and thanks to you for your gift right now at wabe.org slash donate or when you give us a call at 678-553-9090. Thanks.
2: You've been listening to City Lights, our daily exploration of arts and culture. Monday at 11 a.m., the intersection of fashion and environmental impact. Tangeria Willis tells us, about Atlanta's upcoming Sustainable Fashion Week. Our theme music is the first time, written and performed by Joe Granston with his jazz band, courtesy of Hot Shoe Records. City Lights senior producer is Kim Drones. Summer Evans is our producer. And our engineer is Shelly Canavy. I'm your host, Lois Reitzis. We want you to connect with City Lights on social media. Share your feedback with us on Facebook at WABE City Lights, or check out our pictures and videos on Instagram, where we are at City Lights underscore Lois Reitzis. And of course, I would absolutely love it if you'd follow me on Twitter at L-O-I-S-R-E-I-T-Z-E-S. Thank you for listening to W-A-B-E, Atlanta's choice for NPR.